What is up, New Jersey Devil fans? It's Sunday, February 19th, 4 p.m. Welcome to the Trap Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Botch. We back at it. Man, impressive victory last night versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Led by our Swiss prince, Captain Nico Heischer. And Nico has uh, fought a little bit of criticism this past month because he hasn't been able to get on the scoreboard, and rightfully so, especially when you're you're losing your uh, your biggest offensive weapon in Jack Hughes, where he's been out the last couple of games. They originally said it was going to be week to week. He came back last night, and man, he just slots the team so much differently that it's a totally different team when Hughes is in the lineup. But um, Either way, you have to love what you saw out of the out of last night's game. I thought last night was the most well-rounded, best overall performance we've seen from a Devils team in quite some time. They have they played really well on the road, um, despite missing Jack Hughes, but and they came away with with some points. But their their overall execution was not up to par. They were kind of sloppy in their own end, and. Um, they definitely uh, came away with some points that they didn't necessarily deserve or it was a toss-up. Last night, on the other hand, was a completely dominating performance and it's got to be really encouraging knowing that they're coming back home, they're on a four-game homestand now, and they play some winnable games. So they have Winnipeg tonight, which I'll be leaving for the game in about an hour. Um, I'm going up with my son, William. And then they have Tuesday night, they have... Um, Montreal, Thursday, the Kings, and then on Saturday, they play the Flyers, which they're doing, um, it's going to be uh, the 20-year reunion of the 2003 Stanley Cup New Jersey Devils team, so they're going to have Marty Brodeur, Scott Stevens, uh, Brian Gianta, I'm assuming probably Patrick Eliash. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, in the building, they have like an, a little a little event that they're going to do for um, some season ticket holders prior, where you get to meet some of the players and stuff. So we got the pickle is going to be coming in from out of town. He's going to be joining me for that. Uh, oh yeah, the pickle. The pickle's coming up. I heard about that. That's exciting. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. So uh, it should be good. Pickle's actually coming up for Thursday's game too. No way. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I did. I th- I thought I did. Yeah, he's coming up Thursday morning, and then um, we're gonna catch the Kings game, and then yeah, he's gonna come. He's crashing at my place, and then we're going to the we're going up early on Saturday, and we're gonna go to that uh, two thousand three team re- reunion thing. Sick. How come you never bring me to any of that stuff? I don't know. I just I figured you wouldn't be into it. Yeah, that's not cool, man. Hook me up. Hook a brother up. Anyway, um, so last night's performance was, uh, it was a big one. It was a very, very important game. I think um, not just not just that they won, but how they won. I thought it was dominating. I thought they were a lot, um, they had a lot more uh, patience and they had a lot of, uh, they were responsible. They were responsible with the puck in their own end. Their transition game was nice. 
They switched the lines around, which I thought were was a very smart move. So they moved Palat down to the third line, and he was playing with uh, Halla, and then they they moved uh, Mercer up to play on the Nico line, and Mercer has had a very tough year. We talked about it in the last episode. He he was a guy that we were expecting to see more out of. He had had um, I think it was you know, five shots in his past, like, 10 games. So it's not only like he wasn't putting up points or, or putting the puck in the net. He also just wasn't around the puck that much. He looked like he wasn't making that much of a difference on the ice. We all know that Dawson Mercer is going to be a very good player as he gets older. Um, he's a guy that you you would like to see play more around the net. I think that's pretty clear. Like, he's got talent. He's not a superstar, speed demon, incredible shot. His thing is he's good in tight around the net. He has good hands, and he's scrappy. That's like his thing. He hasn't missed a game yet since uh, he came into the league. He's a new fee. Those guys are tough up there. And his best game that he had this year is when he played versus Carolina, and he drove the puck to the net and ended up winning us that game on the road, a very important uh, metropolitan divisional matchup. So he had a great game last night playing with Nico, which both of those guys we wanted to see a little bit more out of. Nico has been a productive player despite not putting the puck in the net. Now, at the end of the day, that is what matters. So this is a results-driven league. So I understand if you have six shots on goal, it does show that you are involved in the game and you are playing better, but he definitely did not. Um, I still think that he, he's got to put the puck in the net, especially when Jack's out of the lineup. Now, with that said, Mercer was a guy who kind of was MIA for a while. Well, he had eight shots on goal last night, a goal, an assist. Um, he was a plus two. He blocked a shot. So Dawson Mercer, to me, between last night and the Carolina game that he played in were his two best games of the season so far. So I would assume that they're, you're going to see them playing together again as well. Um, Jack Hughes, they moved Brat down to play with Hughes, and um, that worked too. I mean, the goal that those guys had was beautiful. Talk about tic-tac-toe. There was nobody was stopping that. That was uh, an amazing goal from Jack to Brat, and and also the the shorthanded goal. The Devils' penalty kill was on fire last night. We had a couple good shorthanded scoring chances. The goal from um, the Nico goal and the, that was shorthanded was was a beautiful give and go from Nico to Sharon Govich and back. And Sharon Govich is another guy who. He kind of disappeared for a while, and he looks like he's starting to get his legs under him playing with um, Zetterlin and Halla. Halla even looks like he's got some good scoring chances coming to him that you'd like to see him start finishing. He had a goal the other night on a nice um, on a nice backhand, it looked like, in the St. Louis game, but... You're starting to you're starting to feel like some of these other guys, you're gonna start seeing some scoring coming from some different places, which is gonna be nice. Now, Lindy Ruff made uh Jonas Siegenthaler a healthy scratch last night, which surprised some people. Brendan Smith came back into the lineup. You know, when you have a lead like this, 
First of all, the Rangers are right on our ass. Right on our ass. And that's a whole nother story. They made another move today where they got Tyler Mott back. So he is come and gone and then come back to the Rangers. And they gave up uh, Gautier, Freddie Gautier. But the Rangers are on fire. And um, they are knocking on the devil's heels. And I'm curious to see. I don't know. They look like they're the real deal. So I'm a little, to say I'm not concerned, I would be lying. But it looks like the Devils will end up playing the Rangers in the playoffs. I mean, that's, there's a very, very good chance of that happening. And uh, so the Rangers are two points behind the Devils. But we do have a game at hand against, uh, on them. So we've only played 55 games. They've played 56. Um, last night... Nate Bastion was a healthy scratch, too. Now, the Siegenthaler scratch, let's get into that. The Siegenthaler scratch, when, well, the point is, if you have if you were, have a big lead on just making it into the playoffs, sometimes it, it, give, it affords you a little bit of flexibility. And what that does is it allows the coach to maybe, if they know that a guy could be playing at a different level, it's down the stretch, he's played a lot of games, Maybe you let the guy watch the game from the press box for a night. And not only does it motivate him to come out and try to play better, but it also allows him time to, to heal up. So Smith's been out for the past week, and maybe he just wanted to get him in and get him some reps. And he thought that Siegenthaler could be playing better, which I think we all agree that that is pretty accurate. Um, he hasn't stood out this year, which... Not that he's bad by any means. I, I really I, I really like Siegenthaler a lot, actually. But, um, yeah, maybe it's a good time for him to, to get some rest, and then maybe it adds a little motivation to, to down the stretch for him. Same thing with Nate Bastion. So Nate Bastion was a healthy scratch. The BMW line has been total garbage. Total garbage. I'm trying to think of the worst kind of car. What would be the worst? What would be the worst car? It should be the Yugo line. Um, because the they, they've just been, it's been bad. Now, personally, I would have scratched Miles Wood over Nate Bastion. But either way, um, now, what Ruff did do was he made... He ended up sitting Wood for majority of the game. And I think that, that that ship is coming to an end, too. Pretty sure that Wood is going to, uh, he's going to be out. And rightfully so. Wood has been, Wood has been just atrocious. And um, he actually, it's one thing to not contribute at all. It's another thing to take stupid penalties, Um he had like a direct hit to somebody's head in the game the other night versus St. Louis, which is like, I'm all about being physical and like, I don't know, like you're playing hockey, people are going to get hurt, but like to take a bad penalty and then also to take like kind of a, it was just kind of a cheap shot. I didn't like it. Whole world gone crazy! Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? That's how I feel sometimes when I'm watching Miles Wood play and he continues to get shifts. But, um, 
Well, let's get into it. So, we have reports. Yes, we do. So, out of San Jose, we have a report from Sheng Peng. Sheng Peng. Um, that Timo Meyer is not at practice today. And they have other people filling in on the top line playing with Hurdle and Bonino. Is this is this it? Is this when we get him? I know Mike Rupp thinks we should. And I, I listened to the Twitter space the other day, and it had it was the Brat Pack and some other people, and they were talking about how all these people that make up these trade rumors, which are just so insane, which ESPN really is on the Timo Meyer New Jersey Devils bandwagon. Jeez, during that St. Louis Blues game, they must have brought up Timo Meyer about 50 times and then brought up all the different trade scenarios. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. They have Luke Hughes and Simone Nemitz as part of potential trade options. What the hell is wrong with you people? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, are you, you have no clue what you're talking about. But it was still pretty good to see that many people um, talking about it and pushing it and, pu- and pressing. Um, and then Toronto went out and got uh, Ryan O'Reilly. So that took them out of the Meyer conversation. So it's us in Carolina. And this, we need this to happen. We need it to happen without giving up Mercer. So we're not going to give up Nemitz. We're not going to give up Hughes. They could want Mercer. And obviously, you want to see Holtz on the move only because we've totally ruined this kid. We've totally ruined Holtz. And what was really weird was on, it was Friday morning, the Devils send Holtz down to Utica. What the fuck took so long? You let the kid literally sit in the press boxes and not play in any games, and now Lindy Ruff is saying, oh, well, you know, he needs to be in there. He needs to be get some ice time. He needs to be winning and losing and experiencing all the things that a hockey player goes through throughout the season and the fun of the game and the love of the game. Dude, where... Where was that thought process for the first 55 games of the year? What's wrong with you people? Explain it. Explain how Devils management just let the kids sit there and not play in any games. And we have, like, a problem scoring goals, and we, we need secondary scoring, and we leave Miles Wood in, and we let our seventh overall pick who's known for being a pure goal scorer, watch the games. So we'll see what happens. Today could be, it could be the day. Today could be the Timo Meyer day. It could be today or it could be tomorrow. What's cool is tonight is a sellout game. And yet you have to think that moving forward, these games, these tickets are going to be hard to come by and fans are going to be really, really um, excited. We need it to be a playoff atmosphere. 
I'm coming. I'm coming correct. I'm really, really excited. So I'm bringing my, um, I'm wearing my Nemitz jersey. I got, a, I got an authentic Nemitz jersey that came this week. I ordered it like two months ago. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Are you kidding me? Swear to God. Swear to God. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of good things going on, but something might be happening right now with Timo Meyer and the Sharks. And let's just pray to God that he doesn't go to Carolina. Because if he does, oh my God, it's going to be, talk about a melt. Devil fans will be melting. Uh-oh. David Quinn says, Timo Meyer has an upper body injury day-to-day. Not sure if he'll play tomorrow. Ooh. I don't like that kind of talk. Me either. That is not good. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But I do like what I saw out of the out of the team last night. It was about time that they put together a well-rounded performance and we have a couple teams that we could beat up on in this next coming week. So, I'm going to be headed up to the game. I'll be at all the games this week. This is going to be a really fun week of Devils Hockey. We could have some news on a trade. We we have a couple opponents that are kind of shaky that we could get after. And this is like, this is the most meaningful hockey that we've seen in February uh, in literally 11 years, 10 years. I mean, you had the Taylor Hall year, but besides that, this is as exciting as it gets. This is really, really fun. There's a couple other guys that the Devils could have an eye on. Uh, Obviously, we talked about Shen. Um, I like Buchnevich, to be honest with you. I would like to see them get involved with him if he's available. It sounds like Jonathan Huberto could be available. He has totally fallen off in Calgary. Does not look like the same player. He's got like 10 goals on the season. He's like a minus two, I think. He's really had a rough go of it. So there's going to be some players on the move. You don't want to see anybody. You don't want to see the Devils move anybody for a rental. But if you're able to sign somebody long term, the Devils have a lot of pieces in place right now. This is this is would be the time to do it, to take advantage of a team that's trying to rebuild. Um, and we do. We have, a, we have a shit ton of prospects. So... It should be a, it should be a really interesting next week. Now we'll we're gonna record again throughout the week. We'll probably do a live, a live recording with the pickle here too. So we're gonna have the live. We're gonna have a pickle in studio. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? Yes, we're gonna have the pickle in the studio, and then we're actually gonna have tickle, uh, calling in remote from Montana. So it'll be the Tickle and Pickle will both be on the podcast this week. Tickle and Pickle. That's pretty creepy. I know, right? Um, so that'll be fun. And uh, and then I'm headed off to Costa Rica. So I'm going to be in Costa Rica for um, like a week and a half. But I'm going to have all my equipment with us. And we're going to do some live streams Um some uh, live recordings from Costa Rica, which will be fun. So we have a lot going on. Myers out with a upper body injury. Duh. 
Jeez, that's not that's not what I was hoping for. We are away from the mire. But my name is Bill Botch. This is the Trap Podcast. Thanks for all uh, all your support and tuning in. I'll see you guys at the game tonight. We'd face the world on our own Before we collide Can we just take a moment Collect the reflections of this And remember the past that we chose Spring light to us this year again Can't stand to face the fear again You could always those things It's enough to make a man feel sour Earning minutes every day by the hour Just to end up gone like everything So let me remind you of this There's a reason your troubles exist Spring light to us again this year Still I can't stand to face the fear Will you always laugh about those things? It's enough to make a man stay humble Every day is just a new chance to stumble just to end up gone like everything Do it.